0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Giant Take podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my friend, my co-host Alex. We have a two and eight Giants team versus a four and six Commanders team. It's a battle of the teams under five hundred. It's going to be a fun one, I guess you could say. Uh, in Washington. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm going to literally send it straight to you. I have no words. This team has nothing to talk about. We don't even have anything in for Monday and Tuesday's practice because this team has nothing to talk about. Um and and sorry, I just had to do a quick rant there. Alex, how are you? I'm doing all right. Um it's been a, a stressful week for me, not because of the Giants, but
1: just school-wise here before Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm sure it's same for you, Josh, but uh you know, I'm, I'm excited for Thanksgiving, the little break here that's coming up. Not excited as much for Thanksgiving football because the Giants are so bad and, uh, you know, it just doesn't seem to really matter anymore.
0: But uh, I'm still looking forward to that, but not looking forward to Sunday's game. uh, That's for sure. Uh, And I completely agree. What I am looking forward to, though, right now is the NFL draft, which the Giants sit second in with the second pick right now. We'll have to see how that progresses throughout the rest of the season. If you listen, and and you should listen to our uh, game where we recapped the Giants, Excuse me, sorry, the Giants' last game against the Cowboys, a dreadful loss So the Cowboys almost dropped 50 points uh, on this New York Giants team. And, and we said that, unfortunately, we're going to start looking towards the NFL draft at this point. And I think we said that for the past few weeks now. However, with that being said, these two games coming up for the team against the Commanders and the Patriots are two teams that the Giants can beat. And for our luck, they probably will beat them. That it'll be the weirdest type of recap episodes we'll have to record. Because it's like, so we're supposed to like celebrate now because the Giants won, but their team stinks and Tommy DeVito's under center. So it's like, they shouldn't have won. It just shows how bad the other teams are, you know? So it's going to be a flip a coin type of experience at the end of the day. But let's see if they actually win first. And let's get into the headlines. Instead of normally, like I said, how we split two days. I do Monday, Tuesday, Alex does Wednesday, Thursday, practice updates. We only have two days of updates, and there's barely any in them, so we're running through it one by one. Uh, I'll take Wednesday, and I will let you know that Alex will have more during the injury report. But for right now, I'll say that these key players didn't practice for the Giants on Wednesday. That included wide receiver Jalen Hyatt because of a concussion. Adoree Jackson, the star quarterback for the New York Giants, also has a concussion. Outside linebacker Kayvon Thibodeau also has a concussion. Right tackle Evan Neal has an ankle injury. We also got the official update from Brian Dable that Tommy DeVito will start again for the New York Giants at the quarterback position against the Commanders on Sunday. Quote, I think he's a good young quarterback to work with, try to improve him this week from last week. He's done a good job improving. He's a young player, a young quarterback is what Dable said in quotes about the young quarterback, which he said a few times, Tommy DeVito. Alex I think this was before you move to Thursday's stuff. Let's talk about Tommy DeVito for a second. I think this was obvious. Dable is going to keep on working with DeVito, even though he most likely won't be with this team next season. He's not going to throw in a guy like Matt Barkley starting, not going to throw in a guy like Jacob Eason starting. He's going to rock with DeVito, I think, until Tyrod Taylor comes back, unless something absolutely insane happens or, you know, Tommy DeVito gets injured or throws five interceptions in one quarter. I don't think we'll see either of those other two names that I said earlier uh, until uh, Tyrod Taylor gets back. Do you agree? Do you disagree if DeVito has another bad game here and throws a couple interceptions? Do we see a guy like Jacob Eason or Matt Barkley playing next week, or, or you're completely in 100% agreement with what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think it makes sense to rock with DeVito. Um, you know, Matt Barkley, Jacob Eason, neither of those guys are going to be any better, uh, to be completely honest with you. So it doesn't matter really who's at quarterback because this team is so bad all around, even outside of the quarterback position. So I, re- I really don't think it matters a lot. I know a lot of the Giants fans are up in arms about, you know, someone else should start or he shouldn't be starting or he should be starting so that we can tank or whatever it may be. And I don't think it's really a question of that as much as he's actually probably the best option or at least definitely not the worst option uh, that the Giants have on their roster. All three of those QBs are just not good. Uh, and Tommy DeVito... Probably the best out of all of them, but then again, who really knows? It, it won't really make an impact either way who's starting under center, which is kind of crazy to say about the most important position of all the sports. Um, but anyway, that's the situation that we're in here with the Giants. Uh, on Thursday, I'll move on here. Kayvon Thibodeau and Jalen Hyatt were cleared for non-contact. Um, they have a chance to play on Sunday. They, they're, I believe, on step two now of concussion protocol out of four. So they are getting a lot closer. Dory Jackson, uh, not as much. Uh, I believe he is still on step one. So we'll have to wait and see regarding him. Now, moving to the official injury report, uh, we have Thursday and we- or Wednesday and Thursday, excuse me, here for the Giants. So starting off with Jalen Hyatt, uh, concussion. He did not practice on Wednesday, but was limited on Thursday. Adora Jackson did not practice either day. Dexter Lawrence uh, did not participate on Wednesday for a rest day. Evan Neal does not practice either day with an ankle injury. Bobby O'Karake. With a hip injury, was uh, out on Wednesday, limited on Thursday. Kevon Thibodeau, with a concussion was did uh, was out on Wednesday and was limited on Thursday. Banks uh, with an ankle was limited both days. Devito with a left shoulder was limited on Wednesday, but full participant on Thursday. Burdell Flott, with the shoulder was limited both days. McKinney with a rib injury was limited on Wednesday. Um, Jason Pinnock, with a thumb ankle. Uh, was limited on Wednesday. And then Wandell Robinson was n- limited both days with a knee injury. Andrew Thomas limited both days with a knee injury. Deion Jackson has cleared concussion protocol, was full participant both days. Saquon Barkley with an ankle was limited both days. And Azizo Ojawari popped up on Thursday uh, with a limited practice due to an ankle injury. And then the commanders, uh, we only have their Thursday uh, report for them. So Jonathan Allen did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, Alex Arma, Arma, I'm going to say Arma, I don't know how you pronounce his name exactly, the running back, the hamstring injury, did not practice. Kendall Fuller uh, did not practice with a NIR, which I'm trying to, oh, not injury related, there we go. Quick on my feet there, Josh. Antonio Gibson uh, with a toe injury, did not participate. Uh, James Smith-Williams with a hamstring, did not participate. Benjamin St. Juice, uh, the corner with an illness, did not participate. And Curtis Samuel, with his toe injury that's been lingering for a few weeks, uh, was limited on Wednesday.
0: Alex, I, I just I mean, just before we transition, it's uh, how great is it to kind of wrap through all of those Giants injuries? Just shows exactly how we got to this point of the season. That because of these injuries, I think is really the key reason. I know the first few weeks you could say it was an unsuccessful offensive performance, but the injuries have really costed this team, and that is that is why we are sitting here. Recording this podcast with a 2-8 record, looking at draft picks, and and I know we keep on saying that, but just as you went through those players, like, one by one by one, and the list just kept going, it's like, yep, this is where we're at, and and this is the point um, that this Giants team has gotten to, and it just sucks. It really does. It's unfortunate. Um, But anyway, now, do you have anything else before we take our break? I don't think so. I'm tired after that injury report, so a little break will be perfect. All right, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with a few fun things to end this uh episode out that you're used to. If you're coming if you're coming back, if you're not, we appreciate you joining us after this break. We're going to talk about our players to watch, our score predictions, and Alex's favorite segment, especially the last 2 weeks. We'll get into it a little bit, our NFL picks. Welcome back to the Giant Take podcast preview episode against the Commanders. We're going to go holistic lens now. Talk about some NFL picks. I mentioned right before the break. It's Alex's favorite segment the past two weeks. Why is that? Because he's been on the losing end of them. Little jokes by me. Uh, a good one at that. Same record as two weeks ago. Mid-joke. Ten and three. Mid-joke. Ten and three for me. Seven and six for Alex. And I said, uh, you know, the entire basically first half of the season, I need to get winning weeks because it it was either a 500 week for me or it was a negative week. And then Alex always had positive ones. So I'm hoping that these back to back ten and three weeks while Alex went seven and six kind of puts me at a competitive advantage, maybe if not catching up to Alex's score uh, that he put up so far in the beginning of the half beginning half of the year. Excuse me. I'll send it to my co-host to talk about the one o'clock games on Sunday.
1: Yeah, first, Josh, well, we got to start with Thursday Night Football, a really exciting matchup here uh, with the Bengals and the Ravens. Uh, We both have the Ravens in this one. I actually believe, Josh, we both have the same picks for every single game up until Monday Night Football. Um, So then uh, we'll move to the one o'clock games now. Uh, We both have the Browns against the Steelers. We have the Dolphins against the Raiders. Uh, We've got the Lions against the Bears, the Jags against the Titans, the Packers, excuse me, the Chargers against the Packers. The Texans against the Cardinals, uh, and then the Cowboys against the Panthers. I'll send it to you for the 4 o'clock window.
0: Well, the 1 o'clock window, Alex, the one game we didn't talk about, the Giants versus Commanders, we'll get to that in a little bit. Buccaneers versus 49ers, both of the Buccaneers winning that game. Bills versus Jets. Jets fans, again, I complain about them every week because they're all around me here at school, and Jets fans keep on saying, we're going to prove the Bills wrong. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. The Bills... I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. They haven't been too good of late. And especially this season, not what we expected. We still think the Bills are going to get this win against the Jets. Seahawks versus Rams. You both have the Seahawks winning that game. Sunday Night Football, Vikings-Broncos. You both have the Vikings winning that game. I know, Alex, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't chime in and say that Uh, this is going to be a bad game to watch. Hey, the Broncos got a win last week. It was a pretty good one at that. We'll have to see if they continue that momentum into Sunday Night Football. And what Alex previewed before the picks, Monday Night Football, the one split we have this week it's going to be very interesting records next week not so much Eagles Chiefs but it is a game if you're going to have a toss-up game and only one of them it's going to be the game for it the ASC probably best team versus debatably the NFC best team Eagles Alex has them I have the Chiefs winning that game merely for the fact that the Eagles are in the NFC East I don't want to see them win on Monday Night Football in prime time and that's that's my uh, really big reason there Let's go to our players to watch. I'll start off with it's again. I'm saying I know I'm a, I'm a I'm a broken record here, but Daniel Bellinger is my Giants player to watch because he is tight end one again. Darren Waller, the injured tight end for the Giants, it's harder and harder. This is where my broken record part comes in. By the way, it's harder and harder every week to pick a Giants player to watch because it's just so few and far between at this point. I just decided to go out there and pick Daniel Bellinger. We'll see what he can do. We'll see if Tommy DeVito actually throws the ball and throws to him more specifically. The Commanders player to watch, this was a bit of an easier selection, and you had more guys to choose from. I'm going to go with Brian Robinson. He's been a huge threat both in the running and passing game. Had six catches for 119 yards and touchdown last week against the Seahawks. I said that right. Six catches for that many yards and a touchdown. That wasn't even rushing, and he is the running back. So look for him to be very versatile in this game against the Giants team. Uh, I think he'll be able to be, be very successful, excuse me, against this Giants defense, but that that's just my humble opinion. Alex, what about you? All right, starting with the Giants, I'm going to go Wandell Robinson. Uh, he's been someone
1: who kind of uh, had a nice like, mid-season burst, I guess you can say, when he came back from injury, um, but ever since then, ever since Tommy DeVito has been under center, he's been really quiet, um, and I want to see more from him. a really talented player, obviously, second-round pick a couple years back, so uh, I want to see more Wondell Robinson. And then for the commander, Sam Howell, uh, he's been really good this year. Uh, the commanders in general uh, haven't been great, of course, but a lot of that's due to their defense kind of underperforming and their offensive line being so abysmal, just like the Giants. But Sam Howell's been balling, and uh, I think he's going to have a good game against this Giants defense, like you said. So uh, I, I think there's there's a chance that he's Uh, Maybe the commanders franchise quarterback, something that, you know, people haven't been able to say for that team for a very long time. Uh, And then my score prediction, I'm going to go with a 19-10 commanders victory. No reason for the 19, no reason for the 10. I just know
0: the Giants are going to lose. And that's pretty much as simple as that. Alex, I think that, you know, obviously our hope was lost earlier this season. You then said maybe the Giants have a chance and you predicted a win against the Raiders. I remember that when they lost 30 to 6. And then ever since then, it's only been one other game against the Cowboys, obviously, which we knew the Giants were going to lose. But I can tell because to me, I think if you got that Raiders pick correct, you you definitely would have let Giants win here. But I think you just, you're scared to make that same mistake again, going another Giants win this year. Uh, so you picked a safe bet. And I agree with you as the pessimistic Giants fan on this podcast that I've been throughout this entire process with you. Um, I agree that the Commanders win 17-13 is my final score, a little less amount of points for the Commanders side. And I, I think the Giants get three more than you predict, Alex. So look at me, Mr. Optimist now, uh, New York Giants fan on this episode of the Giant Take. So that's what we have there. We appreciate you listening this far. I know it's very difficult at this point in the season, but you really are very helpful to us. You help us keep this podcast going uh, as much as we can by sticking through till the end. So thank you for that. Just a few more things to help us out. You can follow us on socials. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, The Giant Take Pod. Alex on Twitter at Anorian23. Josh is on Twitter. That's me. At Josholo29. And hit that subscribe button wherever. Drop a rate and review. And here's what's really exciting. The Giants are gonna play on Sunday. We are going to be home, you know, back in our hometown on Sunday in Jersey. So with that being said, hopefully we can get some, you know, combination going. Maybe we, were, we record a couple of videos, do some live tweeting together, a hoping, to maybe, crying session. hoping to maybe watch the game together. And I do love, since we do so little of them, I think it's, it's what really makes them special. And that is the podcast that we do together when we're in the same room, like sitting right next to each other, be breathing down each other's throats, it seems like. Uh, you know, it really uh, is a really fun experience. And maybe, just maybe, you might have that for uh these next couple episodes, the preview or the recap, excuse me, against the commanders and the preview the following week against the Patriots. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see, we'll coordinate that. But uh, excited to go home, excited to, to see you in person, Alex. Well, <laughs> this is where you get the sound effect when you're editing this episode. You have the aw sound effect, you know, you get that No, no, no sound effect. He's not excited to see me. All but right, Alex, I'll send it to
1: you now to close this one out. All right, thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. Um, and we'll see you next time. Hopefully after a Giants victory.